Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. Good morning, learners. Today, my lesson will focus on the reaction of non-metals and oxygen, a topic from matter and material, the term to strength. The lesson today will focus on the reaction of oxygen with the two non-metals, carbon and sulfur. We will also touch on phosphorus and hydrogen. Before I start, make sure you have your periodic table, writing materials, pens and pencils, red, black, and yellow color pens or pencils, and even your textbook in front of you. The objective of this lesson is to revise what you have learned about oxygen, carbon, and sulfur, and then extend on your knowledge to include what you are expected to know about the reaction of carbon and sulfur with oxygen in grade 9. This lays part of the foundation for grade 10 physical sciences. I will start by revising the elements oxygen, carbon, and sulfur briefly. Let us continue by starting with oxygen. Oxygen is an element on the periodic table. The symbol for oxygen is O. It is found in group 16 and period 2. Oxygen is a diatomic molecule, O2. What is a diatomic molecule? A diatomic molecule is made of two of the same atoms bonded together. Oxygen is a non-metal. Non-metals are found on the right-hand side of the periodic table. Non-metals can be solids, liquids, or gases at room temperature. They have a great variety of properties that usually depend on the state they are in. Oxygen is a colorless and odorless molecule that is a gas at room temperature. Oxygen is all around us in the air we breathe. It is a very reactive element. When an element is reactive, it means that it will readily react with many other substances. Oxygen molecules are not the only form of oxygen in the atmosphere. You will also find oxygen as ozone, O3, and carbon dioxide, CO2. We will now move on to carbon. Carbon is an element on the periodic table. The symbol for carbon is C. It is found in group 14 and period 2. Carbon is a non-metal. Non-metals are found on the far right-hand side of the periodic table. Non-metals can be solids, liquids, or gases at room temperature. They have a great variety of properties that usually depend on the state they are in. Carbon is a solid at room temperature. Carbon from the Latin word carbo, meaning coal, is a chemical element. Carbon is found in all natural combinations and some man-made element combinations. An example of carbon is the basic element found in coal. Another example of carbon is a basic matter found in dinosaur bones, which is used to determine the age of the bone. We will now move on to sulfur. Sulfur is an element on the periodic table. The symbol for sulfur is S. It is found in group 16 and period 3. Sulfur is a non-metal. Non-metals are found on the far right-hand side of the periodic table. Non-metals can be solids, liquids, or gases at room temperature. They have a great variety of properties that usually depend on the state that they are in. 
This bright yellow element, known in the Bible as brimstone, is abundant in nature and was used for a variety of purposes in ancient times. The most common use is in the manufacture of sulfuric acid, which in turn goes into fertilizers, batteries, and cleaners. It is also used to refine oil and in processing ore. Okay, learners, let us continue with the lesson. Reactions of non-metals with oxygen. The general reaction of non-metals in with oxygen. When a non-metal burns in oxygen, a non-metal oxide forms as the product. In words, it is written as non-metal plus oxygen, an arrow towards the right, giving you non-metal oxide. Leonard, write out the word equation for the general reaction. Remember, there is a hyphen or a dash between the words non and metal. So let us write this down together. Non-metal plus oxygen, an arrow towards the right, gives you non-metal oxide. I will repeat it. Non-metal plus oxygen, an arrow, non-metal oxide. This is similar to the word equation for the reaction between a metal and oxygen. The only difference is the word metal has been replaced with non-metal on both sides of the equation. Non-metal oxides have different chemical properties to metal oxides. Learners, we will now move on to the reaction of carbon with oxygen. Coal is a form of carbon that is used as fuel for many different purposes. It is one of the primary fossil fuels that humans use to generate electricity for powering our industries, our activities, and our living spaces. The energy in coal comes from the energy stored in plants and other organisms that lived hundreds of millions of years ago. Over the millennia, layers of dead plants and other biological waste were covered by layers of water and soil. The heat and pressure from the top layers caused the plants uh, remains to turn into energy-rich coal. The energy released by burning coal is used to generate electrical energy in coal-powered power stations. Coal is a form of carbon. When it burns in oxygen, we can represent the reaction with the following word equation. Carbon plus oxygen gives you carbon dioxide. Carbon plus oxygen, an arrow towards the right, carbon dioxide. In symbols, you will write it as follows. A capital C, a plus sign, a capital O. Remember, there will be a two next to the O, but it's a very small two next to the O, and it's at the bottom. An arrow towards the right, a capital C, a capital O, and a two next to the O in the bottom. The reactants in this reaction are carbon and oxygen. Oxygen is, a diet, is diatomic as it has two oxygen atoms. The product is carbon dioxide. Dioxide because a, com a compound has two oxygen atoms. It is important for you to know how to represent the equation in picture form. 
So let us do this together. There are seven steps. Number one, draw a black circle and color it in. This will represent carbon. Label it under the circle. Number two, leave a space, write down a plus sign. Number three, leave another space. Now listen carefully before drawing. Draw two slightly smaller red circles and color it in. The red circles must be drawn so close that they touch each other. This will represent the diatomic molecule of oxygen. Label this under the molecule. I will repeat this. Draw two slightly smaller red circles and color it in. The red circles must be drawn so close that they touch each other. This will represent the diatomic molecule of oxygen. Label this under the molecule. Number four, leave a space and then draw the arrow towards the right. Number five, leave another space and now draw a red circle, which must be the same size of the oxygen. Color it in. Number six, then draw a black circle, the same size as the carbon. It must touch the red circle drawn. Number seven, draw another red circle, the same size as the oxygen. It must touch the black circle and color it in. Label the molecule carbon dioxide. I will repeat all seven steps while you check if your drawing is correct. Number one, draw a black circle and color it in. This will represent carbon. Label it under the circle. Number two, leave a space, write down a plus sign. Number three, leave another space, draw two slightly smaller red circles and color it in. The red circles must be drawn so close that they touch each other. This will represent the diatomic molecule of oxygen. Label this under the molecule. Number four, leave a space, and then draw the arrow towards the right. Number five, leave another space and now draw a red circle, which must be the same size of the oxygen. Color it in. Number six, then draw a black circle, the same size as the carbon. It must touch the red circle drawn. Number seven, then draw another red circle, the same size as the oxygen. It must touch the black circle, calate. Label the molecule carbon dioxide. Now you have a picture equation of carbon plus oxygen giving you carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is also part of the air we breathe. Carbon dioxide is colorless. At low concentrations, the gas is odorless. However, at sufficiently high concentrations, it has a sharp acidic odor. Carbon dioxide is solid and in liquid form is used for refrigeration and cooling. The other elements in the same group as carbon will react in the same way as carbon with oxygen. Since coal is a non-renewable energy source, as well as one that causes pollution and other environmental problems, Scientists and engineers continue to look for alternative fuels and energy sources to eventually replace coal as an energy source. Let us move on to the next reaction, 
which is the reaction of sulfur with oxygen. Sulfur burns in oxygen to form sulfur dioxide. Sulfur dioxide is sometimes used as a preservative for dried fruits, such as dried peaches and apricots, and the guava rolls that so many of us love to eat. The fact that it is toxic means that very small quantities of it can be added to food to preserve it. In very small quantities, SO2 does not permanently harm a large organism such as a human being. But bacteria cannot survive when it is present. Sulfur dioxide is also an important preservative in many South African wines. The word equation is as follows. Sulfur plus oxygen gives you sulfur dioxide. I will repeat that. Sulfur plus oxygen, arrow towards the right, sulfur dioxide. In symbols, capital S plus capital O with a small 2 next to the O, arrow, capital S, capital O, and a 2 next to the O at the bottom. It is S plus O2 giving you SO2. The reactants in this reaction are sulfur and oxygen. Oxygen is diatomic as it has two oxygen atoms. The product is sulfur dioxide, dioxide because the compound has two oxygen atoms. It is important for you to know how to represent the equation in picture form, so we will do this together. There are seven steps. Number one, draw a yellow circle and color it in. This will represent sulfur. Label it under the circle. Number two, leave a space, write down a plus sign. Number three, leave another space. Now listen carefully before drawing. Draw two slightly smaller red circles and color it in. The red circles must be drawn so close that they touch each other. This will represent the diatomic molecule of oxygen. Label this under the molecule. Number four, leave a space and then draw the arrow towards the right. Number five, leave another space and now draw a yellow circle, which must be the same size of the sulfur atom. Color it in. Learners, listen carefully before drawing. Draw one red circle the same size as the oxygen on the left bottom corner. It must touch the yellow circle. Number seven, draw another red circle on the right bottom corner, the same size as the oxygen. This one must also touch the yellow circle. It should look like a triangle. Label the molecule sulfur dioxide. I will now repeat all seven steps while you check if your drawing is correct. Number one, draw a yellow circle and color it in. This will represent sulfur. Label it under the circle. Number two, leave a space, write down a plus sign. Number three, leave another space, draw two slightly smaller red circles and color it in. The red circles must be drawn so close that they touch each other. This will represent the diatomic molecule of oxygen. Label this under the molecule. Number four, leave a space and then draw the, two, the arrow towards the right. Number five, 
leave another space and now draw a yellow circle, which must be the same size of the sulfur atom, color it is. Number six, draw one red circle, the same size as the oxygen on the left bottom corner. It must touch the yellow circle. Number seven, draw another red circle on the right bottom corner, the same size as the oxygen. This one must also touch the yellow circle. It should look like a triangle. Label the molecule sulfur dioxide. Now you have the picture equation of sulfur plus oxygen giving you sulfur dioxide. The other elements in the same group as sulfur will react in the same way as sulfur with oxygen. Sulfur dioxide is a gas. It is invisible and has a nasty, sharp smell. It reacts easily with other substances to form harmful compounds such as sulfuric acid, sulfurous acid, and sulfate particles. About 99% of the sulfur dioxide in the air comes from human sources. The main source of sulfur dioxide, the main source of um, Sulfur dioxide in the air is industrial activity that processes materials that contain sulfur. Example, the generation of electricity from coal, oil, or gas that contains sulfur. Some mineral ores also contain sulfur. And sulfur dioxide is released when they are processed. In addition, Industrial activities that burn fossil fuels containing sulfur can be important sources of sulfur dioxide. Sulfur dioxide is also present in motor vehicle emissions as the result of fuel combustion. In the past, motor vehicle exhaust was an important but not the main source of sulfur dioxide in it. However, this is no longer the case. We have looked at two examples of non-metals reacting with oxygen to form non-metal oxides. Both of our examples had a dioxide as product, carbon dioxide and sulfur dioxide. Do all non-metals form non-metal dioxides when they react with oxygen? What do you think? Not all non-metal oxides are dioxide. The reaction between phosphorus and oxygen. Phosphorus is a very reactive nonmetal. Can you remember what reactive means? Elements and compounds that are reactive will readily react with many other substances. Lennis, write down the word equation for phosphorus reacting with oxygen. I will spell the word phosphorus for you. It's P H O S. P-H-O-R-O-U-S plus oxygen gives you diphosphorus pentoxide. It is two words. The first word, diphosphorus, is D-I-P-H-O-S-P-H-O-R-U-S. Okay, pentoxide is P-E-N-T-O-X-I-D-E. Um, in symbols, it is a capital P plus Capital O with a small 2 gives you P2O5, which is a capital P and a capital O. 
Okay, learners, you can refer to the Cecil Inzala workbook from page 212 to 223, which you can obtain from the GDE website. The books cover everything that you need to know for Term 1 to 4. There are two books, 9A, which covers Term 1 and Term 2, and 9B that covers Term 3 and Term 4. And each one has a teacher guide. Good luck, learners, and stay safe. Thank you. Radio 2000 Podcast.